Hello and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. Welcome back, everyone. We've just been doing a little experiment here. I've agreed to be a guinea pig for Stephen's um, crystal explorations and I like that. manipulating my chakras and redefining my energy field or somewhat browsing in there. <laughs> this is all very, um, it's all very new to me. Uh, something that I just recently started exploring. Talking about and chakras, shall we start speaking about them? Because I find many, we have such a rigid system of understanding about you've got blah, 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 seven chakras, and if you awaken, blah, 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 you'll have 12 chakras. And uh, running workshops with uh, star seeds, I see more and more that the chakra structure is not as we understand. Mm-hmm. And... I sometimes don't perceive their chakra system because visually I just refuse to accept what I see. And also the time limitation, you know, I'm not going to sit there with a student for one hour while I have a workshop to run. But I did notice everyone will have a sort of a key energy center. Mm -hmm. And when you... How, how do you perceive chakras? Like when you work with people, when you do this experimental crystal stuff now, do you actually sense their chakras or how does it work for you? Well, I I follow the, at the moment, I follow the real standard in the line down the center, okay. seven chakras down the body. And when I'm sensing with my hands over each area, I would say, I guess a different feeling, like a different um feeling it'll either be a pull or a tension or feeling a twinge in my hand if there's anything that I need to uh, work on anything that I need that I'm drawn to just intuitively so for example with your energy um I can also feel like I would describe it as like two magnets repelling each other that's how I would feel energy so I feel a resistance with my hands Mm -hmm. um so as I was moving to begin with over your over your body as you were laying down on your back um i could feel a strong resistance to my hand as if to be like the energy stronger than this like stronger than where you're pressing so the further i move my hand like up away from your body it starts to um be less resistant so i start to feel get a sense of your energy field like your aura and it can go up to as as i am aware like five to eight feet around your body um, and it got to maybe a couple of meters above you that I was holding my hand that it started to res- ease off a little bit. Okay. But I can press on that and feel your energy aura. So as I move my hands over your chakras, they'll be like, for me, I've sent felt a strong sense, a tightness in your, um, I don't know, these different names of the chakras. I've forgotten them already. But around your heart chakra, and um your stomach so let me see i've got them i've got them here so it would be your heart chakra and your solar plexus and also your sacral chakra Mm -hmm. the the one before i felt a real tightness around there and so i knew that that's somewhere that i'd need to either release blockages or just intuitively i'm just going basically when i'm doing this i'm just winging it because i just feel like i'm just exploring my own processes Um, it's funny but you know we all feel like we are winging it in life anyway yeah it's not like we are born with a clear guidebook what to do in life how to go about it and then we just 
fight with our desires, needs, and fears. And mm. So we're all winging it. Sorry, yeah. sidekick here. <laughs> very, very, very much so feeling like feeling like that. So, um, and then that's so I I run myself over that structure. But when I've done these sessions before, I've been drawn not just down the center to the left and the right side as well. So it's nice. not necessarily just been straight down the center. I don't feel like it's one thin line. Mm -hmm. I feel like it can go either sway left. So or would right. you say you're more guided to follow what's accepted as a chakra system, but yet you don't really work with chakra specifically, but more energy fields, energy spots that draw your attention to them? Yeah. Energy, energy spots, um, points of which energy and information is flowing into the body. So, for example, the crown chakra, where you're receiving downloads, receiving information. Um, I'm very aware of that, which is why I place crystals in, in the crown chakra where that is. Yeah, when you started the whole process, I was about to tell you, put crystal um, above my head. Mm -hmm. And as the thought crossed my mind, it evaporated. So I didn't say anything. And I think what it was, it was exactly when you were putting crystal. Mm -hmm. So it was quite... <laughs> Yeah, the usual kicked in basically. Yeah, communication, telepathic. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast or a session without some telepathic thought, would it? <laughs> oh, I hope so. It's more fun this way. But um, it was still quite strange because normally, if I get the thought, it lingers. But this time, I had the thought about to tell you, and then boom, emptiness. Like mm. it's like it's gone. May have been as I yeah Probably, put that crystal yeah. down. So so yeah so so I I just do that basically, um, and then. As I as I begin, I just take a moment for myself and ask um, you or whoever to take a moment to focus on the intention and give it strong, energetic um, thought and power um, to that intention of what you would like to achieve from the session. It's not always the way it goes, but it gives us a focus point to begin with. Yeah, but it's still important. I think we, as you said, we're winging it in life. And we rarely pause and see what's the point of not the whole journey, but the next step we'd mm. like to take. And I think with this session, it was nice for you to accentuate or to think what's important for you. I mean, maybe it's also not exact words you said, mm. but that's how it felt for me. Mm. And I really had to force myself to be very honest with myself about what it is I actually want or need to know. Mm -hmm. Because there are times when I meditate and I receive information, there are times when I uh, am just kind of, um, the feeling is almost like I'm falling down through my energy field into elsewhere and I have this parallel existences or experiences. But I really pause and think, Ah, oh, hold on, let's explore further. You know, it kind mm. of happens. Mm. And I think with setting intention, even if it's not real, still gives me an illusion of control. Mm. And that's a nice feeling, especially when it's encouraged and supported. Mm. And what I liked specifically when we started the whole process, you know, my visions, I mean, they're here, just like let them come in and like all this beings and stuff and they did kick in again and they're like one switching after another and it took me some sort of um, self-control to agree because also I'm not very good at following rules like I think most starseeds are not good at following rules yeah. or yeah. 
uh, some sort of structure. And I was like, no, it's Steve's experiment. Experiment. I have to do what you've told me, which is vo- vocalize what it is I'm experiencing. And then I start speaking. And what I like that it was different and they didn't expect it that way. Like when I start vocalizing, I was somewhat slower or longer present in experience. And then it was quite relaxing because, as I said in the morning, I did feel like I'm a crazy person with all these visions and informations coming through me. I don't know what to do with that. I I don't know how, to, well, I kind of, I know how to call basically keep my mouth shut. But it's not doing any good to anyone, not to myself, not to my members of my community, if you like, or my social structure. And I like that you were encouraging to say however crazy stuff is coming to my hand to actually say it, vocalize it. And I like that you gave me uh, supporting questions. Why do you see that? What do you think you're doing? Or... um, they were quite specific as well. They weren't general. So that also helped me. Mm. Like, if you tell me, why do you think you are there? I mean, I think you did it at one point, but it wasn't the first question. And it wasn't, you know, it's almost like you go to these coaching sessions and it's all about questioning rather mm. than support. So I did like that your questions were specific. Who are these beings? What is that experience about? Where are you exactly? Like you're describing these experiences. Where is it? Is it now? Is it before? Uh, so that was very helpful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and this is the thing. It's I I want to see what you're seeing. So like if, you know, I want to experience what you're experiencing. It's a shared experience because it's it's obviously for you and it's for the person that's involved, that's setting the intention. But it's also useful for me because... I get an understanding of what you're seeing, of where you're going, of what you're experiencing, why you're experiencing is like your healing can be my healing too. So it's not just... It's I almost see you like a radio tuning engineer, to be honest. You know, like you need to learn how to tune in this energy a little bit better for a certain connection, whatever, for the radio channel to work. Right. But equally, you know, eventually you are not the radio channel. You're just there to facilitate it. Exactly. Exactly. So the things that you were experiencing, um, if there was something I wasn't quite sure about or, or wanted more information on, I could say, describe this or tell me what that means or um, why do you think you're there or is it for this? And then you would say something to me, oh, I think it's for this. And I go, okay, so like that. So I'm validating what you're experiencing rather than just saying, okay. Shall, oh, we, okay. shall we stop torturing our audience and actually give them some yeah. glimpses into what we got? <laughs> so, so this is the thing with the, this, the crystal sessions is that there's no, there should be no expectation when, when someone enters this is to experience anything because it's, it's energy work, but if you do receive um, or see things or you receive uh, messages or downloads or you feel like you want to talk about something, then it's important to do so because there's a reason why that particular information is coming through. So for you, as um, I got down to your um, third eye chakra and then started to work on your communication chakra, your throat chakra, it's when mm-hmm. you started vocalizing. Oh wow! So, okay, which is because so funny. I'd worked on your two top chakras, and there was so you have manipulated me well, into vocalizing. You you did it all yourself, <laughs> but I found it interesting that 
it was you were very much in your head with these experiences and then yeah. I brought down and I was always communicating with you saying you know we're going to work on this particular chakra now communicating these messages and it, it I'm not saying it always but in most of the times it's worked as if I've got to the throat chakra and things have started coming so through. cool so the first thing you started seeing and speaking about was um you were starting you were describing visions where you were seeing seeing different levels of your existence yeah different levels of your existence and this was very significant for you then you started describing a star trek style spaceport i know that was quite fun that was um, not my usual vision as well if i may add yeah it was quite cool i'm not, I I'm not into starships i'm not into intergalactic travel it is true that i've been uh, working with um, let's call them intergalactic teams. Uh, one of the better known is Ashtar Command or Ishtar, some people call. Um, but it's not really my thing. Like, if they appear, it's because I need their help with specific being that shouldn't be here. Right. So you said that this was a, like a, a neutral base yes. for peacekeeping. Yes. And um, that you you said that this was one of many... And I, I corrected as well. It wasn't peace, it was balance keeping. Balance keeping. Because our understanding of peace is not necessarily what's peaceful for, uh, <laughs> not exactly greater good, but for the our galaxy good. Right. You said that um, this was a center for storing information as well? Yes. Like it was... It really did remind me of that episode, and I can't remember which movie it was, but it's like you come to this center, and let's say you have a mission to go to planet X to save them from uh, rebels from planet Z, Z. And in order to go there, you go to this download center where all the information is stored. Mm. And then you know everything you need to know about the species before your journey. So that's why I think I didn't want to use the word Akashic Records because it is the way we perceive Akashic Records, but not quite. Mm. This seems more physical, like yeah. a, an actual place, like a library yes. kind yes. of thing of, of information. Um, it's more like our computer system, I guess, the web of information. Not the web of information. There is this wording circulating lately on the internet when um, instead of channeling you get into the state and you connect to this web of information you get all the info you may possibly ever wish yeah uh, not quite like that it's more mixture between that web of information and our computer system right so then you started um saying that this is a a place that you visit if you want to do good and you your words were um for sacrificing um, their needs and interests and they want to experience service. Yes, I wasn't talking about me. That was about uh, beings that were working there. Yeah. Uh, so let's say ship, um, what do you want to call them? Space people. <laughs> <laughs> they were representatives of all the races that reached a certain um ascension stage shall we say or the better wording here is reached a certain uh, mental development and aware of the whole enterprise and they I felt it's it's a choice like you know it's a choice to be a policeman 
just with the feeling of policeman, you actually have this feeling of empowerment that you empower and you're in charge. But there it was very eager free. Mm-hmm. And it was really more as a mission. I, Our planet or our beings went through so much trauma in past times, lives, whatever we want to, um, we can call it. And I appreciate that in order to sustain the balance, we may need some external help. And that's what it, the formation is about. And then beings of every race have provided uh, volunteers. Amazing. And it is for no benefit to them whatsoever. It's, uh, they are part of being um, it it sounds quite grand it's it doesn't sound grand to them what you need to understand but for them it's like i am part of this community mm. i understand to sustain peace uh for my community one of us needs to do dirty job and they do it do you think they get a lot out of doing that though for themselves they learn yes. a lot from doing it yes they do uh the um obviously more direct in contact with some races so it's not that every race will contact one another easily there are restrictions it's not like oh i travel from this planet to that planet today it's 9 a.m i had my breakfast what shall i do next let's fly to the jupiter no it's not it's not like that at all there are still um like we can't travel to certain planets because it's too well we can't travel to any planet at the moment but let's say we have spaceships and we want to travel to this, but this planet is made of gas or the temperatures are way be below what we can cope with. So those restrictions still exist. Mm. And for those beings who volunteered, please understand, for some of them, it is also a harsh environment. So they will suffer. Mm. So one of the, the things that you went on to then, is described in, in an event that had happened where the the ships that are created in this particular star ship port, um, one of the ships went wrong um, that was oh, created. yes. And it was sent to a planet where it was already dying. It was dying. It was quite... Um, you, you know the way it felt? You know when you have an isolated ants uh, house, let's say, and all these ants are swarming because flooding happened and they all rushed to the top and mm. one on top of another. That's how the planet felt to me. And the shape was made in the form of almost human-like structure. So when it landed, it couldn't land because there were no space. People were, well, beings were one on top of another there. So when it landed, it crushed quite a few of them. And uh, I came down somewhat <laughs> picked up the ship because it needed help and uh, I picked up like I had the power to catch those souls and it sounds wrong it's almost like imprisoned them to a point because they're very confused they don't know where they're going what they're going to happen to them and then those souls and the spaceship crew and including the team who designed um, the whole system they were put under quarantine because they all had to be in the same space with the souls that passed away. And it's like a therapy 
for each one of them because we we can't accept that you went to that planet to help and then you you know a few souls die and who cares i mean at the moment we have that on earth right mm. um, we have so many videos from thailand and other countries where life is not respected and the accident happens like who cares you know we have other hundred millions of people here mm. um so with that uh, structure that i don't even know what to call it it's not allowed if you did create damage which you will it's not necessarily that all expeditions were very successful uh, you will have to go through this therapy and uh, it's a healing for the people who create beings who get, did harm even unwillingly or in order to save others and also for the souls who were trapped very confused and obviously had a lot of learning to do and catching up to do before they would be placed elsewhere mm. That's fascinating. That was really, I found that really intriguing. I almost feel like experience. calling Hollywood and just, you know, reserving rights for next movie. <laughs> Write a script. Write yeah, a we should script totally do that. Have we got any script writers in our Facebook group? I don't know. If you, we if should you are ask. a script writer, get in touch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Guys, we'll give you stories. Let's do it. Yeah. So then you started seeing um, this image of half of you yourself as human and half of yourself as moving energy yeah my intention was to see more of what i am because i have a knowledge and an understanding i can't verbalize or perceive in my human self and i also have lots of frustrations which i think many of us are familiar with like i know i have to have certain abilities they're not happening i don't understand them or i had other um, experiences that left me disturbed somewhat i didn't realize i had that kind of power we'll talk about it next podcast but like this power comes a responsibility okay cool but if i don't know what my powers are or if i don't know that this event i just did was so powerful how can i (laughs) be uh like deal with responsibilities you know um so I struggled and then I got, I was insisting, I was persistent. I was insisting I have to know more. And then I've been shown the image that for the purpose of uh, this a journey in um, our universe, not just our solar system, but the whole universe. I And there are some other universes I had to be involved with. It's like this specific creation with biological life, if you like. I had to become part biological and part being and part, um, the words I got, matter. Like uh, it was a combination, we spoke with you about it, it was a combination of sound, first of all, light of certain um, rays, let's call it that. And um, there was something else and a crystalline energy, not crystalline energy, sorry, crystalline structure. Mm. And you saw yourself as, um, see, we see ourselves as matter, he said, but you're, you're, you're an experiencing being part of a being. So how you described it. So you're, I'm, I'm two parts joined. How can I explain something that's not even fully formed in my brain right now? You know, it was like this this being 
in this in this reality the way is I part saw of myself, a bigger being no it was like i see myself and a half of me is in skin and half of me is let's say like energy bits and pieces so you're made up of all these things yeah but the separation is exactly at the spine let's say that's how yeah. i visually saw it you, you know like if you think of frankenstein monster so half of me was already made, but half of me wasn't. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. And then you said there that you combinations sound like in structure. And then you talked about a creative center when processes are happening. And from that creative center, there's another explosion of creative processes. Yeah, so that's something I verbalized and I wasn't happy about saying that. So maybe, why, why? can we leave it to next podcast? I'm still not comfortable. It, it's like, yeah, you know, we have so many people who are, I have to give you, you're listening to all this new information and I really appreciate that you come to listen to us with an open mind, but even I'm not willing to have it be responsible for saying you by the way the earth is not flat i'm not ready i'm not ready i'm sorry it's it was interesting the kind of um idea that it was surrounding creativity um because i feel like in a physical sense of what we've been doing is when i met you and and did the workshop it sparked a creativity within me to do something so that idea of creativity sparking creativity sparking creativity kind of resonated with me. Oh yeah, he's clearly pushing me here. Can we just do it in the next podcast? Yeah. So at least people listen to this podcast and if you feel... Okay, there are bits of information Olga says is crazy or what Stephen and C she says true is still crazy to me, but some bits I can connect. Then we'll just do this podcast and we'll say, please be warned. Okay. Thank you. Then you started seeing... This is interesting because I was literally going over to your love and healing chakra, your heart chakra, and you started seeing virus cells. Yes. And prisms as well. It started first you saw virus cells and then yes. you moved on to prisms that the near death experience uh, to do with the near death experience that you would sort of be going into another yes. dimension. I wonder if virus was more a metaphorical representation of the plague of humanity, like right. the way we are plagued with misunderstandings and being in a dark age somewhat. I wonder if, um, oh, maybe it's even cooler, like we have virus in our DNA that blocks our abilities. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, this is some serious <laughs> shit <deep>. right here. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was over that healing yeah, healing chakra, which I found fascinating that it was How to do weird. with healing. Um, and can I just throw it out there? I've got mm -hmm. scientific background, guys, so we may sound like we talk complete bullshit. And obviously I haven't got much you know, information left in my brain from my research days. But I am a former scientist, a genetic engineer, and biochemist. I've got several degrees. So <laughs> you know. if I get this in my head, then it must be important for me. Because I think cool. sometimes people get information and they're like, oh, why do I get it? But obviously we will get, our brain will work really hard to provide us with information that we can actually relate to somehow. So I think that was my brain's communication with me. Yeah. Of it. yeah. You started talking about 
being self-centered and that when we're a child we think that that's it that's who we are um and then you said how can we know what we want when we don't have a memory of it yes what was that all about and we're part of something but we have separation from it um i think that was more my reaction to i felt somewhat confused and uncomfortable confused i think and very baffled about all this information floating around that we are reincarnations of goddesses and priests. And, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, how many priests and gods are <laughs> out there? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I can see that it makes people feel really important and significant and it gives them illusion of superiority. Good. Feeds their ego. But then what? Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of that... Um, it's like a continuity of my mental process trying to digest that information. Why is it floating around? Why people feel that? And then I was given that vision that when a child is just starting to grasp all the knowledge, you know, they, for example, think there are only seven colors, right? And I almost feel like with us about humanity. So we learn there are God. <gasps> I must be reincarnation of the God. But, you know, we learn more and then we'll be like, <gasps> I must be in former incarnation, one of the intergalactic spaceship team, whatever. And then we learn more. I'm like, oh, I must be child of God. We like just latch on to things. Yes, yes. Yeah, rather than letting I think that go. was more about that. You, you just like translated it. You just said it so much better than I did. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so then you saw that you had, you saw your energy center and you saw it like, almost like a surgery kind of environment where there were beings supervising your energy center and working on your energy centers for you to be able to cope here. Yes, that was, I have this image with me always, but it was brought to my attention again. So I thought, okay, if it's here with me, I'm going to kind of dig deeper and see what's going on. It was more of, like this images with me, and I think I told you before as well that I know I have a team of um, engineers or beings, if you like, who supervise my energy channels in order for me to be facilitated in this vessel in their free incarnation. And the closest explanation to that or imagery I can provide is like when people complain I've been alien abducted and I was in spaceship and I had experiments done on me, I really don't want to upset them because obviously it's not what happened to me. But it's almost like that feels to me like I'm in a surgical room and mm-hmm. uh, they, they're just there, n- not quite serving me, but they are working for me and uh, I'm not fully in my body here. And um, this time I spoke to my self, why am I not able to be what I know I am? And it was very straightforward. You, you just The vessel can't facilitate it. it. It's not about what we can do. It's a density. And if you remember, straight after that, I had that vision of me, what it feels for my real self to be in this density. It was almost like I was part of the brick wall. I, I can't even, like, I can't breathe even when I talk about it. I'm literally suffocating. Oh, so I was provided with that vision as an explanation why I'm not fully present. That's all. Wow. Others might relate to that or connect with that feeling. Might not just be you and, and feeling a lot of people might yes. feel that same way. Mm. You mentioned about healing through sound 
um, and that sound vibrations are like yes. your fuel. Yeah, that followed after that because I was feeling quite unhappy about fuller representation of how I feel here if I'm fuller myself. And then I was given straight away. And that was the first time that I felt spoken to. So it wasn't like before it was me, me, and those around me, kind of telepathic communication, I guess. Mm -hmm. But this time it was more talking um, to me and saying, bring your attention to the sound and like be a sound because that's your healing. Obviously, I have my um, intuitive abilities knowing exactly which sound when I need and just do that. So for me, that's like my key healing process, music, sound. Doesn't have to be music and be vibrational, like or you know the bell, gong, whatever. Fantastic. You then moved on to a vision where you were presented with beings that communicated with you in images, like you were seeing clouds and oceans. Um, it's like Ooh, the earth. Can we, can we say it for, save it for next podcast? I know I keep like saving this for that podcast, and that. But guys, please understand. I just been through this one hour experience. It's very intense. I, okay. I just literally want to take a small break, have a cup of tea, calm down because it's so high intensity for me right now. Well, I'm so sorry. We'll save it. Save it for save the good stuff. Yeah, let, for the let's, next one. Let's just we've... close this one. Talk about how amazing you are, and <laughs> uh, then I'll have my tea break. Okay. So we've got a little bit more to talk about. We'll save that for part two. Thank Thanks you. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye.